Welcome along to episode 8 of the Young Hearts Run Free podcast with myself, John Cassidy, and co-host Stephen Watt. Hello, Stephen. Hello, guys. How are you? We're all good, man. We're all good. Um, last episode, episode 7, we spoke about a few things. We spoke about another couple of virtual events that Stephen and I had entered. So we'll give an update today on the Great Glen which is the one that I'd entered, and we'll also give an update looking forward to Lakeland 50, the one that um, Stephen has entered. We're also going to carry on with a couple of new things we started in the last episode, talking about our favourite subject, food, and then we'll finish up with race or no race, uh, our newly developed quiz that we, that we have. So this week, I'm going to throw three race names at Stephen and Stephen's going to guess or maybe an educated guess um, if he thinks they are a race or something that I've just made up. So first of all let's go and talk about food. Last time we spoke about drop bags. Last time we spoke about drop bags and um, one of the things that I've been thinking about since the last time is what you actually maybe have not in a drop bag but at the start of a race. So Stephen what would be your preferred thing to have? You're on the you're on the start line. There's ten minutes to go. Ten minutes to go. Um I'd probably just be a banana at that point for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty boring. But I do watch what other people are doing as well, just to see, just to learn some things. And you know, you notice some people consuming different bits and bobs and stuff like that. But for me, it's I think psychologically at that point, a banana's worked for me. So yeah, I'll, yeah. Personally, I'll go for a banana. But there's other things that I'd fancy, like long sausage rolls. <laughs> I've never actually tried that because I never tried anything new on race day but sometimes I want that patty scone roll or something maybe you're going to try that next week yeah well I tell you that works for me I have done that (laughs) (laughs) that would be no surprise to you maybe it was only 10 minutes before maybe half an hour before if you're going half an hour hour out it's a different Ah, it's a different thing you're right but if you're on that start line the countdown's on. Yeah, I would probably opt for something similar to a banana as well. Um, I also like a wee sort of flapjack type biscuit. Okay, what I mean? We only think easy to eat, easy to swallow, but it's got the good long-lasting oats in it as well. Um, then you all, one of the things you also see at the start line is these folk with these Rambo belts or gels. Okay, what I mean? And I think that I never had a Rambo belt, but I used to have, I used to carry a lot of gels. I now don't, I maybe have a gel with me that I might use in the case of what I would call an emergency. Ah, emergency gel, yeah. But I prefer, much prefer whole food, real food. Um, I'm the same, the, the, the gels have just been and gone for me. Aye. To be fair, I think it's a start, when you start running, and you start investigating stuff, they're the things that if you're going to be going a wee bit further than a 5 or a 10k, that you start thinking, well, easy to carry, gives you, and the, the promotion of it gives you all you need. But then you become a wee bit 
educated about what's out there and you cover things like we've, we've both spoke about active route before yeah that gives you everything you need uh, do a gel active route also do a gel yes i haven't tried yet religiously it's a wee bit more palatable because it's not quite as sweet as the gels i find just uber sweet um, yeah active root gel is a wee bit more um, palatable okay but mm-hmm. less the sweet senses but yeah actually i use those short blocks john you know the cliff cliff ones yeah yeah well, almost like sort of sport haribos <laughs> aye yeah so they're a wee bit like let's think of them they're a wee bit they're, they're softer than wing gums aren't they aye. Aye, aye i tend just to put one in the roof of my mouth and it kind of just melts just let it dissolve aye it, it uh-huh. kind of distracts the taste buds for you know five minutes aye because you get some good ends the cherry ones are good cherry ones just taste like cherry coke Aye, which we've spoken about before. You like a cherry coke? Like a cherry coke. So there you go, cherry. In fact, are they cherry cola? Is that the flavour, or are they just cherry? They're just cherry. They're just cherry, and you get black forest ones as well. Someone or someone else. What about? Amazing. Now this brings us into our our new shared love. Are your shop blocks caffeinated? Ah, you do get ones that are caffeinated. Definitely, I'm pretty sure the market. The, the margarita ones <laughs> caffeinated i know um, i'm sure they've got or they're there they maybe the sodium ones in fact they are so there's ones with extra salt in and then there's ones where that are caffeinated and um, mm-hmm. yeah the caffeinated ones i'd say for later on in a race right and i must say just well i can speak from my perspective that i never knew anything about all this stuff when i started running it's just stuff that you you pick up and when you start maybe delving into buying a running magazine that's a big toe in the water there when you buy a running magazine and the the adverts at the back are all full of this sort of stuff and the next thing you know you've got 10 pairs of running shoes but need dress shoes and you know you're a runner then so um so yeah the caffeine thing though um you and i both this week have been talking about coffee actually our first physical get together since lockdown it yeah. was for a coffee the other day. Exactly. Wasn't it? So we met up at, over at Inveramond and had a, had, a, had a coffee there. Um, and then we started speaking about, well, you, maybe you should talk about your new coffee machine. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got a new arrival in the house, a new a new baby. <laughs> of the fray. Um, and this is a bit of a luxury item, I suppose, but working from home a lot more, so kind of justify it <laughs> and definitely it in my head with the fact that, that um, i'm going to be spending less at coffee shops maybe <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i've got a, one of these barista bean cup machine type things Aye, and you can't beat the smell of coffee oh, man, brilliant. Was just the hang about working in a kind of coffee roasters or whatever like that is the mm. just that aroma just like immerse yourself into it and i think we've both now as well been to the bean shop been to the bean shop in george street in perth and exactly what you're talking about when that guy or the people in there are roasting the beans in there the smell just wafts about that area of perth and it's absolutely brilliant you know it it's, it's like a 
it's like a big magnet come in to my come in. Um, so this week I was in there and I bought two packs of coffee. One is called Papua New Guinea. I think that's a weekly special. And then I always get one of their blend 67s named after the address, 67 George Street. Um, absolutely brilliant. And I must recommend the Papua New Guinea. It's very, very nice. What about yourself? What did you purchase? Well, I went with a recommendation of yourself and got the blend 67. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, for a, uh-huh. um, yeah, for the, the first whirl through the coffee machine whole beans too so they're just um, oh. opened the packet actually and it's just like oh, yes. so you're getting that noise as well then you're getting the the actual grinding noise oh aye the full oh. okay. i'll be getting loyalty cards for the next folk queuing at the door and stuff <laughs> brilliant Ten, get your 10th coffee free <laughs> three quid a coffee up to there i'll hate it to justify the cost of the thing <laughs> brilliant so that that's coffee. If you've got a coffee machine, get but yourself at the bean shop. I do, see folk, I do see folk on start lines saying shots of espresso. But yeah. get back to caffeine and running and, and also later in race races. I like a coffee in the morning before I go for a long run, just to mm-hmm. just I don't know, um get the wee hit off the caffeine. But I do see folk saying shots before races and later on in races to get the caffeine hit and get that wee energy spike. And yeah. uh, those little sort of cans of chilled espresso that you get in the supermarkets and stuff as well. I see them in drop bags and folk. Yeah. Them. So there's some people. Yeah, there's a whole science I, behind it. Yeah, a whole science behind it. Yeah. Coffee yeah. coffee is also good after a race. Is a recovery? I like a coffee after when I'm finished. Just before I start in the lager. Okay, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to give you a wee update on my Great Glen thing. Uh, I think uh, the last time we were together, I still had 33 miles left to do. Um, that was just over a week ago. Just just over a week ago, aye. And I think with the... In my head, I'd got it wrong. I thought that somehow in my brain, I'd got it thinking that it would finished on the Sunday night. It actually finished on the Saturday night. So I got myself a wee wee bit of a panic on uh, last Friday. I did just over six miles on the Thursday, which was fine. And then about in the Friday morning, did a wee bit over seven miles, which would have left me 20, 21 miles for the Saturday. But I knew I was going to be doing quite a bit of stuff on the Saturday. So what actually happened, a wee window of opportunity opened up on the Friday afternoon. So I went out and I rattled off a wee loop of Bertha um, and I ended up doing about five and a quarter miles or something and the difference that made to my mindset yep. for the Friday night going into Saturday was brilliant I knew I had just under 15 miles to do on the Saturday instead of 20 instead of 20 and it's just it was absolutely brilliant I knew I could I knew I would go and do the 20 if I had to but the fact I knew her today about 15 was fine. But man, Saturday was warm. One of the muggy days. Hardly a hardly a breath of air. Um, so I ran out to Ammon Bank, up and over to Pitcairn Green. And then there's a road that takes you from Pitcairn Green all the way across to Lunkerty. There's not a pavement much of it, so you've got to be careful. It's headphones out and all that up on the verge of there's traffic and stuff like that. Yep. But it was fine. And then I, <laughs> I come in a 
I was using an active route, actually. I had um, one sachet of active route. Normally lasts me about two hours of a, of a stretch it. But I must have been out. Uh, let me have a quick look and see how long I actually was it. It was much longer than what I was expecting to be. Aye, I was two hours and 55 minutes. So I got back into Perth. I still had a wee bit of mileage to go. So I headed for Asda. I was, came up, I was trying to do. I was trying to get into the George Duncan Arena up at the grammar school. Oh, I said it was Bucked Park. Because I Bucked Park up in Inverness, that's where the Great Glen finishes. You do a, a lap of the track. So I thought, if I can get into that George Duncan Arena. But when I got there, it was all locked up. And I, I never had the energy to climb the fence and climb back out. No. So I thought, okay, what? I'm just going to make it up. So I ran... Asda, got a bottle of water and a bottle of fat coke, um, sat and had that outside, and then by the time I ran home, I was absolutely spot on the mileage. So it was good, but I tell you, for want of a better technical expression, my legs have been in reek ever since. <laughs> I mean, today is what? Today's Friday the 17th. That's been a week. It was last Saturday. was the... Um, my last run, and today's the first day that I was I was able to sort of walk down the stairs without like feeling creaky or anything. So I'm glad the recovery's in there, but I'm thinking it might simply be the fact that having done the virtual West Highland Way, and then know a lot of I think two weeks in between, and then doing the Great Glen, uh-huh. my legs are my legs are just not used to that. Also, I was posting a photo a day doing the Great Glen. And I don't think I've lost any weight at all. <laughs> if anything, I've fun a wee bit. So, um, run I, It was a week. You'd cut on half a stain. <laughs> what the hell are you doing the rest of the time? Eating like I'm doing a marathon a day. So, <laughs> um, so that, 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 that's that been my great glen. I must say, though, it was absolutely brilliant. Again, the ultra-running community and well, it's not just Scotland, it's worldwide because there's folk all the place doing these virtual challenges. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. Very supportive. There was people finishing right up till 11 o'clock on Saturday night and posting their, their finished photos. Um, hey, and it's brilliant. Chippy, I, guess I must. Aye, the chippy. Aye, I must as I well. I don't know if she listens to this. I hope she does. Ruth Howie. Absolutely phenomenal. Ruth Howie is one of the big um, supporters of ultra running in Scotland, certainly. And Ruth had to pull out of the Great Glen halfway through. She had a wee bit of an injury, but the support she gives to other people, and she was saying she was going to be there virtually at the finish line, and it was just a great bit of that sort of ultra love. So big thank you to Ruth as well. Fantastic. Yeah, um, I know and um, I've, I've been under Ruth's infectious um, sphere um, of, of um, how would you say, motivation before myself. Um, so I know just exactly what you mean, John. Aye, aye. She's a, she's a belter. Let's put it that way. Call her, she's a belter. I love her. She's brilliant. So, so you're done? I'm done. All done. Job done. That's you for I'm just waiting. Well, oh. I said to Susan, that's me done. I'm doing nothing else. And then opportunities present themselves to you. But we'll come back to that later on. So okay. this week I have not run. So over to you. How is your prep going for Lakeland 50? 
So I'm due to start Lakeland 50 on Monday. Um, and last time we spoke, I was kind of complaining about a wee niggly ankle. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I ran on that the day after we spoke last time, actually. did a, um, a reasonably um, tough hill run with, with, with a few folk um, and my ankle was niggling the whole way around but it's that bearable way that you think to yourself ah well just get on with it and the pain is tolerable so I'm not doing anything about it but on the day after it was pretty sore so that was last Thursday I last ran and I've no, it's now Friday eight days down the line I've no ran since no when, ran. Was the, when was the last time you never ran for eight days that would be when I'm a back injury before London Marathon April last year, 2019. Aye, aye, yep, when I was out for six weeks. So, I, but I'm thinking, John, is that I'm not putting, I'm not going to do anything daft and going and running it and making it worse. I'm as well to get it sorted when I've not got the pressure of sort of towing the start line, as they say, you yep. know, um, and the virtual Lakeland 50 is something that I, I'm sure I'll still I'll still do it and stuff like that, but I might walk, run it. I might just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a little desperately going for a time. As we mentioned last week, I think as well, that I'm going to be down in the lakes next week um, on a family trip. So, you know, I'm just going to take it easy and see what happens and just concentrate on getting my ankle um, back to normal because um, I've been doing some strength and exercise weight and things like that. But I think I'm maybe here to go and see a physio. Let's get to that stage. Aye, yeah, yeah. So... So when I, you're, aye, well, it's a pity. But then I think as well, you, from what you're saying, you've obviously ra- rationalised it in your head, and you've you've come to terms with it. And you're you're saying, you're not saying you're not going to do the event, no, but you're no. saying you're not going to be going at it maybe as hard as you would have. Nah, nah, I'll just adapt it accordingly. Aye. And mm-hmm. yeah, I want to I want to definitely do it the fifty miles just to. Um, there's a cracking looking meadow on this one, so <laughs> definitely doing it, you know. Aye, uh, I'm missing a bit. Of, I must admit, I'm missing a bit of bling because normally you would have done a few events by now. Yeah, yeah. And you pick up medals and maybe a t-shirt and things like that, you know. So ah, yeah, it's nice. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of detractors, and that's maybe a, another um, podcast in itself around about medals and all. But you know, I'm a wee bit of medal magpie. And ah, definitely. Yeah, that uh, you know having that symbol that you've done something is good for me i like looking at them hanging up and above the mantelpiece in the living room the new actually yeah. <laughs> if yeah. only yeah mines are taking center stage fiona's are at the side yeah. is that just next to your st johnston scottish cup winners poster you've got up there no exactly that yeah <laughs> right above the fire <laughs> um, no, so i so i'm getting that medal and i think that the lakeland 50 and the lakeland 100 Iconic races, aren't they? And yeah. certainly in the British, if not the European calendar. So, um, yeah, definitely great to take part in that. And as, of course, you will get a second opportunity next summer. Exactly. When and we that's going to be at peak fitness, which for me isn't much of a peak, <laughs> but you know that's that. that you know, I've got another year's worth of good training. And I, I'll be honest, that's the way I'm looking at this just now. I'm thinking 2021. That's that's what I'm thinking about just now. Just gave myself time to recover. Well, he says after just doing two 
big things. But um, gave myself time to recover and looking forward to next year. And I think we've mentioned this before, but both you and I were signed up for the Lakeland 50 this year and we've yeah. transferred our places to next summer. So we'll be taking the trip down south next summer. Maybe we'll do a live podcast. Oh, that would be good, eh? So I'm basically good. going for a recce for us. That's it, aye. Tell me the bits I can walk. Um, nothing to do with the running part, just to eat and drink. <laughs> Brilliant. Find all the good restaurants. Exactly. Here's the best pizzas, you know, exactly. all that kind of important race I know, um, and gathering. I'm not meant to be talking about food, but I can't stop thinking about dirty fries. Can that? <laughs> dirty That's, fries. I like dirty stuff. I can imagine everybody listening to this going, oh, dirty fries, what are they? Go and Google them. Absolutely. Ah, magnificent. Okay. okay. So, um, so I'll, yeah, we'll, we'll report in on our next podcast as to how my um, ankle held up for the late 150. Aye. One thing I would before we move on, John, They've got two and a half thousand entries for the Lakeland virtual. Wow. Two and a half thousand, and they put a shed load of that to to charitable causes as well. Um, so, which is fantastic. So, I feel pretty I'm doing that. Yeah. Do you know what charity it is? Is it local to them? I think it is local down in the the Lake District and stuff. So, um, I'll find out actually and, and mention it next time because it's something that's um, a, a a real big legacy. Uh, what they do down in the, in the races, so uh, that's I'll good. Find out, yeah, and it's always good to it's always good when you know that your entrance fee entrance fee is contributing to someone like that. It makes a big difference. So let me tell you a wee bit about. Well, you'll maybe tell me a wee bit about um, the thing that that's tempted me out of my recovery period. Out of your retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should be retirement, aye. Um, a local virtual event that's happening that crossed across my radar this week is um, the virtual Octorada Running Festival. There's also yeah. a link there with Ruth Howie as well. Ruth Howie's been at that before too, hasn't she? Ah, Ruth, Ruth was our... Um, on our medal giver out our team and if there's a, ever going to be a place for Ruth at the end of, a, um, end of a, an event is that's the one for her you know so yeah Otter yeah. Running Festival virtual oh. edition yeah so I had me I for those who maybe didn't care about the Octorada Running Festival my role in that in the last couple of years has been as MC or that's going to be a posh title they pretty much give me a microphone I haver for a couple of years, play a, bit, play a bit of music, welcome folk in. Um, and they've got a thing at Octorada Running Festival called the Double Dare. And it's two two races, two separate events. One is a 10k and one is a half marathon. And you get all these daft folk signing up to do the double. They come along, it's a Saturday, Sunday normally, Stephen. It is. It's usually a Saturday morning and a Sunday morning. Yeah, so you go on the Saturday morning, do your 10K, come back the next day. Well, you can just do the, the single if you want, yeah. and you get a medal for that. You can do come back and do the half marathon on the Sunday, you get a medal for that. But if you do the double, you get another medal. Triple bling. 
So, and the medals are fantastic. So, I normally can't run in this event because I'm got the, got the microphone and otherwise engaged. But well, that's a good excuse for him, actually. <laughs> I can't run. Stand, <laughs> stand at the finish line and eat for two hours, man. It's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but um, this year, I've got the opportunity to run. So, I have signed up. I am going to be doing the double, um, which is very, very exciting. But, Stephen, Tell us yeah. the dates, tell us what's happening, when it is, and how folk can enter. Okay, so um, this would have been the fourth year of the Ochterada Running Festival, um, and like many other races, it's not been able to go ahead for the obvious reasons um, of so many people coming together, and um, actually just the logistics of organising it and stuff, um, with lead times for, for things. Um, so like a lot of other races, it's went virtual, um, so that we can um, no completely miss out a year, and people can still take part in the running festival um, in a remotely almost. And like John said, there's going to be really great medals, they're always something that we're pretty proud on is getting that good bit of bling so um, the 10th of September which is a Thursday, Thursday the 10th of September to Sunday the 13th of September is your window to run um, so between those dates um, you can either enter the 10k and just run the 10, a 10k during those dates and then upload your evidence to our um, results website or you can sign up and run the half marathon and just run a half marathon between the 10th and the 13th of September or like John's doing, you can do the double dare, which is running both the events and you get a medal for the 10k, a medal for the half marathon and a very unique bespoke double dare finishers medal as well. Three medals. All right. Can we, talk, can we talk about medals just a wee bit? Because there, there was right. a medal that was a wee spinny thing, wasn't there? Yeah. Previous years, the medal was a spinny. spinny. And, then, and then, was it last year? It was a bottle opener, or it turned into a bottle opener. No, that was the year before last. That year was before. All, yeah, yeah, that was the year before last. That was, I think, the double dare medal when you had the spinny medal. Uh-huh. Your, your double dare medal was a, a bottle opener. Brilliant. And Brilliant. then last year, I think, the medals kind of conjoined the three of them. It was like a jigsaw thing, wasn't it? Ah, yeah. To yeah. make a, it was a medal. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a big totally. medal. It was brilliant. Totally. So, are you able to talk about this year's medals, or is that under any under strict orders not to speak about them? We're 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 working with our um, design team. Right. Um, okay. New we'll All will be revealed on the event Facebook page pretty soon. Um, cool. Because yeah, I think for a virtual event, the medal has to be quite a big attraction. Personally, um, for for me. Um, no, for every virtual event, but for me, I, I, that that's something that you want to make quite quite cool. Yeah, because it's just going to be a one-off, unique time that we're doing this virtually. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, you know, next year things will hopefully, fingers crossed, be back to normal. Um, but you know, as much in order to sustain the event and such like, we 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 want to keep the um, the race no missing a year almost. So hence the virtual ah. year. Um, and anybody who's entered that is has um, is greatly greatly appreciated the, the support almost element that, that they're given the event. And we're lucky that we've got we've been over the last three years, four years, we've built up you know quite a loyal group uh, of participants, and it's great to see many of their names back on the start list for the virtual 
Good, so a lot of folk coming back. Aye, and a lot more people doing the double because the double, doing it in your own time over four days, becomes maybe might be a bit more achievable. Yeah, and, certainly. Uh, yeah. yeah, and one of the things with Ochter Arda running festival is the route inevitably, because we live in Ochter Arda, the, the, t- the topography, good one, of the oh. land usually means that we can't avoid you running up a hill at some point. Uh, <laughs> some folk absolutely hate that, others say that's a good challenge and some folk love it, you know, um, but the routes I'd certainly are never ever going to be PB routes in Ochterada, but during the double day, run it wherever you want, you know, then they run it for the top of a hill, doing a hill, that's not allowed, okay, then it like, do a 10k, drive up a hill for six miles, jump in your car <laughs> and run down the same hill. That's not allowed. Yeah. It's funny, this is a podcast that you, you the listeners, will listen to, but you should see the look that Stephen's given me the now. It's almost like a warning. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pointing at him and everything. Yeah. So. Now, can I, can I ask a question? If somebody wanted to go and do this in a winner, so... 6.2 and uh-huh. 30.1. If they want yep. to do a 19 and a half mile run, can they do that? But they've got to stop their watch yep. at half a marathon or 10k, whatever. Totally. Yep, they could do that if, if they so wanted. Um, the, the, like you say, 13.1 miles, stop, save your run, that's your half marathon time, and then go and do your 6.2 miles for your 10k. Yep. And then that's you. you and and there's, there's also prizes across the board for 10Ks and category prizes um, across um, the board for 10Ks and half marathons and then for the cumulative times for the double dare. So the, the, your your choice of how you run it and where you run it could be quite important if you want to hear a good time. So if it was yeah. me, for instance, wanted to get a good half marathon time, just run around the flat inch in Perth till I hit 13.1 miles, hardly got a bray on it. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's quite a lot of different tactics you can use. Also, you could live in New York and do it in Central Park. <laughs> Central Park, North Inch. The Central, Central Park is quite hilly. I've been there. There's a good few hills there. And also, you're saying that there's hardly any elevation in the North Inch. After a couple of laps and you get to that floodgate up at the far end, that's a wee hill, you know? Uh, so, that is to fact, me, anyway. The, the time that we've done the self-transcendence 50k going mm. round the inch and it goes round that way that you hate to go up that wee hill rather than yep. down it um, and by around about you know 40k that wee hill starting to get near, <laughs> get a big hill 40k man by the last lap 4k know, 4k for me is <laughs> quite a challenge that's quite good so if you're if you're um, listening and interested about joining um, us on our um, virtual ARF as we call the Ochter Arda Run Festival yep. just go to Facebook and then you can um, search for the Ochter Arda Running Festival page and all the sign up details will be there either that or go to Entry Central and you can sign up there and all finishers also get a snood and who would you want a virtual ERF snood ask you brilliant awesome so so good luck John I'm expecting a sub two hour marathon I'm expecting a sub 50 minute 10k no pressure no pressure I better still better still Pete now get that bacon roll with your hand (laughs) (laughs) right let's move on to um, race or no race race or no are you ready? Over to this. I'm ready. I've been ready. <laughs> okay. So the, the 
the context of this is that um, I'm going to, I have three race names. Okay. Stephen's going to decide if uh, these are races or it's just something that I've made up. Like so, so your first race title, Stephen, is this a race or is it not? Yeah. Run, run your ice off 5K. Run your ice off. Nice play on words there, race director. I think that is a race. And you'd be 100% correct. That yeah. is a race. It takes place in, I've written this down, it's in Cambridge, Ohio. And it's a race that happens, an event that helps people. It's in January each year. And it's to help folk get the winter out the, out the way, run your ice off, prepare for the new year. So quite you're like quite that. right. Run your ice off 5K. And it's one of these ones that people can walk or run. It's about getting the community together. Uh-huh. John, if if they so happen to want to hear a couple of Scottish guests, we'd be yes. happy to get an invite and go run that. I'd be, I would love to run that ice off. <laughs> Where's the food elements? <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm one for one. One for one. Your next one. The Blue Bullet 10K. The Blue Bullet. It sounds like a race to me. I'm going to go for a race again. Well, you'd be wrong this time. That is ah. actually, it never came out of my head. It came out of Susan's head, my wife. Ah. I was saying, I've got to make a race up, race name up. And Susan instantly went, Blue Bullet 10K. Stephen would run that. Because ah, <laughs> throw a bit of blue in for the St. Johnson, the thing in that age. It sounded like a. Um, a sponsored race, if you know what I mean, like the name of the company was Blue Bullet, but um, maybe we should dare the Blue Bullet 10K. There you go. Saints, Saints do a thing, don't they? They do a Saints Blue Round the Inch thing. Aye, they do, the Saints in the Community thing. Um, Aye. They certainly did last year, so. Aye, but the Blue free. Bullet 10K at present is not an event. Okay, so that domain name is free. <laughs> it could very well be free, yeah. <laughs> okay, the clincher. All so, right, okay. Oh, the clincher. The Sloppy Cuckoo 12-hour challenge. That's no race. The Sloppy Cuckoo 12-hour challenge is indeed a race. It takes oh. place in Penny Park Park in Philadelphia. It's one of you, the sort of thing you would love. It's a 6.55-mile loop with 500 feet of elevation in each loop. So you get 12 hours to get around there as many times as you can. And the, the beautiful thing about it is the medal, it's not a medal, it's a handcrafted cuckoo whistle. Ah. So a wooden whistle that makes the noise of a cuckoo. If you, or, sorry, you can make it make the noise of a cuckoo. So, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, definitely. Philadelphia, here we come. We could go there and then nick into Cambridge, Ohio and run a rice off. It's just down the road, actually. I think it's just <laughs> 40 minutes or something. <laughs> for the first 40 hours. <laughs> right. So, the Yanks have got it cracked with their race names, like, we need to up our game in the Aye. UK, sorry, in Scotland. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that was race or no race Brilliant. for this for this episode. You win. Um, yeah, I'm winning so far. That's cool. So I think um, that's us. Our next catch-up will be 
Hopefully we'll try and do something when you're down in the lakes. It'd be good aye. if we could do that. But failing that, we'll do it when you're back up the road. Definitely. Aye, 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 aye. It'd be maybe good to do a um, on location. Yeah. Cat podcast. Definitely. Aye. I could describe the surroundings. But it'd be amazing. It'd be a visual treat. <laughs> Here is the buffet. <laughs> um, here's a quick thing. Just thought with this right now. What's going to be, or what is your song that gets you through the last two or three miles of a race? Have you got a song? This is a... You're not allowed the Rocky theme. You're not allowed the Rocky theme. Ah, no, it wouldn't be a Rocky theme. I've got a few when I think about it. Um, the, aye. Ken, what used to be the Mock Turtles? Oh, aye. Oh, can you dig it? Can you dig it? That's a good tune, man. Aye, and that was almost a bit of can like dig in type thing. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a while back that I, I used to use that when I listened to music mere and stuff. Nowadays, it'd be one of the mere inspirational tracks, John. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Battersea Boys. Let's go with that. All right. Okay. Battersea Boys. Battersea Boys. Yeah. Belter. Absolutely. That. Aye. That. Oh. I'm going with that because that ev- evokes all sort of good memories for me. Aye, that's another that's a podcast on its own. That yeah. song and what that means, yeah, definitely. My latest one has been. I'm probably going to get this name wrong. Is it Darud Sandstorm? Aye, that dance street. Yeah, I'm not a dance music fan at all. Yeah, but I guess it. <laughs> that's a very good impression. <laughs> but I guess it gets the. It gets the heartbeat up and it's a good, you know, if you get it on at the right time, that'll see you through the last mile or so. That can spring you forward, eh? Just that that beat or music in your head can turn a negative into a positive. And also the sort of music that I would, that's no my sort of bag at all. Yeah, yeah. But but it's a go-to for a time and a place definitely okay so maybe that's something else we can speak about again music um definitely is see what's happening but let's wrap this up just now so thank you very much for listening people yeah thank Um, you yeah we'll be back very soon with an update about the lakeland 50 and more race or no race uh, irrelevant crap (laughs) so i'll say goodbye Stephen. it's over to you yeah goodbye all Catch you next time. Cheers, man.